we are sharing our memories, we are sharing our uh, passion with our guests. We are giving an experience to the guests that is something special for us. Hello and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred, and I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. The views can't be beat at Galvin at Windows on the 28th floor of the Hilton Park Lane. Are the cocktails up to par with the best sunsets in town? You bet, because Diego Saram, our guest today, has turned his memories into recipes. I want to get right into the menu mm-hmm. here at Galvin's because it's all about memory. And we are starting a new year, and um, everyone thinks to the future in a new year. But here I am with this menu in front of me, and it's all about, as I said, memories as we're starting 2017. Okay, so basically, I mean, I was thinking to to, to prepare the new menu, and uh, I was thinking some, something special, and uh, special to bring flavors to London and to, to the bartending in London that the guests, our guests, are not used to have. So basically, I decided to bring some flavors from home. And, and that's where's one, her home? My home is, is in Portugal. Uh, I'm from Porto, so it's not on the center city that I live. It's a small... A small city next to Porto, which is Vila do Con, and is a pescatorian uh, area in Portugal. is the biggest is the biggest in Portugal. So all my family are fishermen; uh, they all fish for living, and uh, so that, that's why I decided to bring some flavors and some product that I was used to have it when I was young. So. And, they're your memories. That is you, my That's memory. what you start. Yeah. The germ of the idea yeah. was started yeah. with your memories. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. And then I was asking all all my bartenders because I was not the one doing uh, doing the menu alone. Everyone came. I mean, became with idea with, with one idea, and uh, and yeah, everyone brought some flavors that they were used to have. I mean, when, on on their childhood and uh, and so on. So that's why one of the main flavors and that I. I brought to Galvin to, to, to this menu at Galvin was flavors that I was used to have with my grandmother, with my mom. You know, I mean, when we were next to the fire fireplace, you know, in the, on the winter days, and that you were bringing coffee and uh, teas and some biscuits with uh, jams and marmalades and uh, honey and so on. So that's why uh, I decide to to prepare this menu. So they're memories of flavors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got it. Yeah, uh-huh. memories of flavors because, I mean, and if you remember about the flavor, you will remember about the moment that you spend, especially with your family, because if it's a childhood memories, is most of the time you spend with your family. So that's why if you, as soon as you feel that flavor, you will remember something about your family, you know, I mean, about moments that you had with your family and so on. It's a very romantic vision yeah. of cocktails, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your memories in Portugal and how you got to London. 
Okay, I mean, my memory is in Portugal. I mean, I born in, uh, as I said, in a, uh-huh. in a small city next to Porto. Uh, all my family are fishermen, you know, I mean, they fish for a living. And, uh, I mean, it's a quite poor area from Portugal. And that's why, I mean, I came, I moved to London. I, okay, I was traveling in Portugal, you know, I mean, and I was living in the different cities uh, in Portugal. I mean, I, I'm from North, I'm from Porto. Vila do Conde is next to Porto. Then I moved to Porto. I was working in hospitality uh, in Porto as well. All right, wait, wait. Let's go back a little. Yeah. So you said all of your family were fishermen. Yeah. yeah. What made you not want to lead that life? Because, I mean, it's, uh, it's a really tough life. It's a really, really tough life. And I know, I mean, I'm, all of them work in, in, in the sea, you know, I mean, fishing and so on. And uh, it's really... It's a really tough life and it's, it's very dangerous. So almost every year we, we lose a member of the family, you know, because uh, accidents happen, special on the sea, you know, and it's a really tough life. So that's why I decide that it's not for me. Was uh, that okay with your family? Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I've been, I've been working with them, uh, special during the, the holidays, mm-hmm. on the summer, the biggest holidays that we have on the school. I was going with them, you know, I mean, I've been working with them, so... Uh-huh. And I decided that, I mean, I don't want that for me, for my well, future. Well, then what led you to hospitality? I mean, it was a passion, because I always like bar and uh, special hospitality in general, you know, I mean, customer service, I like to interact with the guests, I like to meet different people, you know, and uh, I think hospitality is the right place for me to work, because every single day I meet different people, you know, many thousands of people, and which is beautiful, which is good. We start learn, and it's good even for us, because, uh, I mean, we grow up with it. We, we learn different cultures, different mentalities, different ways of to think, you know, I mean, and it's, uh, I think it's good. It's, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful industry, so. So when you got to Porto, were you working in hospitality then? Yeah, I was working... Well, uh, yeah, I was working in hospitality in uh-huh. Porto. I mean, I've been working in restaurants and bar, in bars. Then I moved to south of Portugal, which is a very touristic zone. And uh, my mom is living there. My mom is living there for uh, around 20 years already. So uh, I've been working there for 40 years in five-star hotels and bars as well. Yeah, and then I decided that uh, I want a challenge, a different challenge, and I want to grow up. So that's why I decided to come to London. But it was a really tough beginning in London because when I moved, to, I decided to, to, to come to London, but my English was really poor. I mean, still, need, I need uh-huh. to learn, but, you know, I mean, at the time, back in the days, uh, okay, I'm in London for five years. I moved to London five years ago and uh, my English was really bad. Actually, I, get, I got a great opportunity to work for, for the Ritz, for the Ritz London. And uh, I started as a barbeck because I had experience. But well, had you heard of the Ritz before? Yes. You yeah, knew, I mean, the you knew Ritz of the Ritz. Is a, is a, I mean, it's a big company. It's uh-huh. one of the best companies in the world. You know, I mean, an hospitality company. So was that a dream to come to, you know, to work in a place like yeah. the Ritz? Yeah, it, it was a dream because, I mean, I'm, I was used to work in a five-star hotels, mm-hmm. five-star environment. In Portugal, I, only, I work in the Grande Real Santo Eulalio, which is a five-star hotel in, uh, in south of Portugal. I work in the Sheraton as well, Sheraton, which is a resort and is a five-star hotel. I mean, I always, when I'm working in hotels, I always work in a five-star mm-hmm. hotel. So that's why it was a dream for me as well to start and to... To, to work in a, in a big company like the Ritz, 
you know, when the, the, the opportunity came, and, you know, I took it. That's why I had to start as a barback, because my English Did was... Did you know you were going to the Ritz before you came to London? Uh, yes. Actually, I moved to London on the 5th of November, and, my, and I had my interview at the Ritz on 6th, at 10 o'clock in the morning. So, and I went to the interview, I couldn't even speak English, you know, I mean, because, especially because I was nervous as well. My English was poor, and then I was nervous. So, the HR uh, person that was doing the interview with me, she had to call the bar manager, because the bar manager was Portuguese, oh, you know, for him to help, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, just translator. Yeah, just to translate. So, basically, she was asking me questions and replying as well for me. Uh-huh. So, it was, it was, was a really good. It was a really good I think experience. they wanted you already. Yeah. They knew. <laughs> They well, know, I'm sure they know how to do it. <laughs> so at least as a bar back, you didn't really need my didn't English. Really, yeah. yeah, you could yeah. practice your yeah. English yeah. without Special, being the customer. Because the bar manager, it was not the bar manager, it was the assistant. Because at the moment the Ritz was, I mean at the Ritz was no bar manager. They were looking for a bar manager and I had uh, the interview with assistant bar manager, which was Portuguese. So it helped, you know, uh-huh. to, for me to, to understand a few things. and Special like the, the terms in in, in English. I'm sure know. he was a great teacher, too, to have yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know. it was a good help, actually. Uh-huh. It was a really good Absolutely. help. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I started the Ritz as a barbeck. Uh, after six months, I got promoted. I learned English, and uh, I mean, my English was good enough to... To, to, to give a service to the When guests. you were promoted, were, were you serving the customers? At, were you, when you were promoted? Yeah, and when I was bar promoted, bar. I was I was I was I was bar back. Then I've been I became bartender, All bartender right. slash. So then you had to doing, you had to be uh, speaking some English. Yes, and uh-huh. I was even working on the floor as well, doing a few shifts on the floor, because I mean I do like I love bartending, but I'm not a bartender. You know, I, I mean I I was bartender in Portugal. That's mm. why. And I, I, I always say that, I mean, bartender in Portugal is not the same thing in London. I mean, it's not, it's not a bartender in London. Bartender in London is, uh, is tough. I mean, you need to be, it's a big competition within the bartenders, you know. So that's why I learn. I, I've, been, I've done it to few shifts behind the bar and I've done it to few shifts on the floor as well. Because I had my target. My target was to be bar manager. So for me, to be a bar manager... Okay, you need to understand about everything, but you don't need to be like hundred percent on bartender because if you are, if you work always as a bartender, you will forget about the floor. And for you to be bar manager, the floor is really, really, really important as well. How to organize the floor and how to, you know, I mean, to the relation with the guests that you have on the floor is completely different that you have on the bar. You know, I mean, that's why I decide to go to the floor as well to, for me to have experience on the floor. Because I always thought that if you were a bar back, mm-hmm. that your your progression was bar bartender. So. I now have learned something that... Yeah, it, I mean, this, you know, it, it's you, true, it is true, that's why, I mean, I started as a bartender, uh-huh. but then, and then I was asking my manager, at the time I was asking my manager, okay, uh-huh. I mean, I like bartender, I want to be in the bar, but I want to learn on the floor as well, uh-huh. you know, because I, one day I want to, I want to, I want to be a, a supervisor, and assistant manager, and bar mm-hmm. manager, you know, I mean, that's why, and, the, and then it was a good help, because the bar manager, he, he gave me the hand, you know, and uh, I was doing a few shifts on the floor, he was the one, basically he was my mentor, 
at the time, you know, I mean, it was a really good bar manager that I have, which was Louis Simões, now he's the bar manager at Chilton Firehouse. Okay, no, uh, beverage director, sorry, at Chilton Firehouse. So uh, it, it, it was my mentor. Well, back and, to what you said about um, being a bartender in London as opposed to Portugal. Uh, you said it's, it's a completely, completely different, different It's a completely entity. different, yeah. I mean, now in Portugal it's getting better. You know, I mean, you have much more competitions, you know, I mean, even the Lisbon Bar Show, it helps uh, bring in this uh, healthy competition within, within, within the bartenders, you know, but uh, still, it's, it's still different, you know, the, bartender, the bartending in London, I mean, is, is much tougher than that. Well, I feel so lucky to live here. Yeah. Because as a cocktail drinker, I can come to places like this, yes. and yeah. then there are about, there are so many choices. Mm-hmm. No, go, it's true. And I mean, if everyone you go around, is doing something different. And if you go around this, I don't know, I would say thousands of bars, you know, uh, cocktail bars, uh-huh. that you can find always something different, you know, everyone... Every single bar has, a, has their own style, you know, and so it's a big variety. Uh, in Portugal, it's not like that. We do have very good bars, we do have very good bartending, but you can it's really hard to find them, you know, especially if you go on holidays to Portugal, you know, it's really hard to find them. You really need to know the bars for you to find the bars, you know, it's not like London. In London, you just go to a bar, and I'm sure they will have a nice cocktail list, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about how you made your bar. Tell me about the transition you made from the Ritz to here. Okay, basically, okay, uh, I started as a bar bag, then I became bartender, then I jumped it on the floor. Uh, I was doing bartender and floor uh, at the same time, and then uh, I got promoted again as a supervisor. A supervi- uh, as a supervisor, so uh, I spent three years and a half at the Ritz. In three years and a half, I became bar supervisor. And then uh, Boris was the previous bar manager at Galvin at Windows. He was looking for assistant for an, assi- as a, an assistant bar manager. So he sent me a text inviting me for an interview. And uh, I will be honest with you, it was my first time in Galvin. I heard about Galvin, especially about Galvin Cup, because it's a really well-known competition uh, within the industry in London. But I never, it was my first time here in the park. And as soon as I came for the interview with Boris, I was like, I was in love with the place, especially with the views that we have. is uh, is fantastic. It's something unique in London. Uh, and those one, I mean, these ones are my favorite views in London. So I, I, I felt in love with the place with a bar, which is a beautiful bar, you know, I mean, we can do something, I, I thought, okay, I can do something nice here, we can work and we can make it, like, special. It is one of the great views yeah. in London, especially in London. before, I moved here 12 years ago, and, um, it, you know, it was one of the tallest buildings, Yes. and I remember being taken here on several dates. Okay. <laughs> it was definitely a date place, yeah. I'm sure it still is. It's a very really romantic. see I mean, the whole of London. Yeah, and if, in a few minutes you will here. see the sunset with something phenomenal. For and me, today it's we have beautiful. a wonderful sunset. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I mean, I've been working here almost for two years, and every single day this view is special. You know, I can't get tired of this view. It's something like, wow. You know, every time that I look outside, it's something, you know, I mean, uh-huh. special. So, and I've been here I for two years, almost, I mean, almost every single day here, you know, uh-huh. I mean, not on my day off, even sometimes on my day off, but it's not seven days a week, but I would say five and a half, six days a week, I'm, I'm here. So, and I can't get tired of this view, it's really special. 
So you were telling me that you were here. You had an interview. Yeah, the I first time you've been the, here. Yeah, it was my first time. And uh, yes, and I uh, accept the, sal- the challenge, the new challenge uh, with Boris. Because, uh, I mean, as I said, it's a great bar. And I thought that was uh, something, a new challenge for me. A special, uh, special challenge. That's why I decided to come to, to come to work here as a Boris assistant. And then, after a year, Boris decided to leave because now he's a brand, a global brand ambassador. And uh, our our GM, our general manager, gave me the opportunity to run the bar. Is and that when you had the opportunity to create? Yes, this menu? And it was the first menu because mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Boris left in March, and uh, since that I start, uh, I, st- I became bar-, bar manager, and I decided to, to prepare this menu for the uh, autumn and winter. So we launched the menu in September, mm-hmm. and we will do it. We are we are working now on a, on a new one. So that and we were you nice. thinking of home? I mean, what when you thought of the memory idea? How, what did that come out of? I mean, I was I was thinking to prepare something special, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, as I said, the competition in London is really tough within the bartending. So I decided to, and I was trying to bring something different, you know, flavors that the guests, our guests, are not used to. So that's why I decided to bring something from home, and okay. uh, which means something for me because I mean, it was my my childhood, you know, it's my memories, flavors that reminds. That reminds my childhood back in the days, you know. Right. That's why I, I I wanted to give this experience to our guests mm-hmm. because it's a flavor. It's like where you're from, you get flavors that I'm not used to, and I never try, I never tried, and I never feel them because we are from two different countries. We have two different cultures, you know, and uh, that's why I decide to to give this experience, you know. I mean to share my memories with our guests. That's and did you work with the other bartenders here? Yes. I mean, and where are they from? And what what okay. what um, did oh. they bring from their childhood yeah. okay. to the menu? Uh, we have a French bartender that uh, he brought the party breast is a cocktail. I mean, party breast is a French dessert. I don't know if you you know party breast. And Actually, I don't. Okay, is a is is a, a French is a French uh, Dessert, mm-hmm. so we decide to create a cocktail with that, okay, which is this Inata. one. Yeah, and the, the, even the theme, the, the theme on the cocktail is uh, you're just dessert. You know, I mean, it's, which is like if you if you eat the Paris Brest Anata, or if you drink this cocktail, Paris Brest, or if you drink this cocktail, you can get exactly the same flavors. You know, I mean, sometimes, and I thought, and he thought on it because most of our guests that goes to the restaurant after dinner or after lunch they don't feel like dessert to have dessert so they can have a cocktail instead uh-huh. instead of eating something they will drink something with exactly the same flavors that you can get from uh, from the dessert so so it says here this cocktail combines the flavors and history of two well-known desserts one from france and one from portugal and it's the paris brest de Nata. yeah so what is the f- from the french and what from is the, from the Portuguese? okay the french one is the paris brest and right. then 
And then, and I mean, donata and the nata, pastel de nata is a very uh -huh. typical uh, pastry in Portugal. So, and you can get exactly the same flavors, you know. I mean, so that's why uh -huh. we decide to, to 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 give that name because it brings is like the combination of the two flavors of the two different uh, desserts. And I see one of the ingredients is peanut butter. Peanut butter. And of course, yeah. even you know, if I drank something with peanut butter, obviously I would hark back to my childhood. Of, to, yes. Even though I didn't like peanut butter yeah. and jelly, peanut butter and chocolate, yeah. or peanut butter. Yeah, even cinnamon. You know, cinnamon, you know I mean, uh -huh. even uh, you can get some. Uh, cinnamon with the roots the uh, roots tintura actually uh -huh. like that uh, <laughs> and uh, you can get the the cinnamon you know and these all these flavors the Greek yogurt I don't know if he's I mean in France he said that in France he, he was used to have it you know when uh, when he was a child so that's why it brings the, the memories that you were getting on, on your childhood so what what others are from your memories from from my memories okay so I will have I can start from the first one which is the orange jam gimlet uh -huh. is basically the twist of the classic cocktail gimlet and uh, we had the orange jam which this one is a Portuguese orange jam actually was the product of the year on the Fortnite Amazing of 2015 and so that's why I decided to use it because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a product with a very high quality and, uh, and it brings memories when you were having like on the summery days that you were having like like small bites during the afternoon special I was having with my grandmother and she were bringing the toasts with the uh, with orange marmalades on it mm -hmm. you know which orange jam basically I mean which was uh, is something nice and that brings me these memories the summery summery memories you know I mean and uh, even during the winter as well but more orange jam was more during the summer any other ones? Yeah, I mean, uh, I can talk me about. Okay, I mean, basically, uh, Dazzling Hills, mm -hmm. Dazzling Hills, which is a gin-based cocktail, uh, cocktail with a port wine and some pear and uh, pear port and balsamic vinegar marmalade. So this is brings flavors like the port. I'm from port, so the port. It, I mean, because during the, the Christmas uh, Christmas season. Uh, I, basically, I would say 90% of the typical Portuguese uh, sweets, Christmas sweets, Christmas desserts, uh, are made with the Porto. So that's why it brings me all, again, the memories of Christmas and uh, winter, basically. Winter, Christmas, uh, pear, port, balsamic vinegar, and uh, again, uh, the port wine, which is in a cocktail as well. So... Again, it brings some memories from from my childhood. I love it. It's very, as I said, Even it's very I was romantic. not drink. I was not drinking port wine, but every time that my family was drink, you can. And as soon as you serve a port wine, if it's a very good port, you can feel the smell around the table. You know, I mean, and that's why it brings me like memories. You know, I mean, family dinners or family lunch that we were all having dinner or lunch. You know, but I was not drinking because I had no age for drinking. You know, but. But still, you can still get the flavor, the smell around the table, you know, and that's why it reminds, reminds you about these moments, the family moments. It'll be interesting to know in a few years what your London memories will be. Yes, I mean, I would have some, actually, you know, but actually, this is a good, uh, is a good theme for the menu because uh, it's, it's all about you. It's, you're giving, basically, you are sharing your experience, your moments with your guests, you know, and it's something that they are not used to. Uh, because I mean, it's things that 
these are memories basically you know I mean flavors that you get things that you were trying you know in your life I mean when you were a kid or even now you know I mean that's why in the future I will, I'm sure I will prepare a cocktail with uh, London memories I'm sure you will <laughs> it's fun it's funny that you say that because um, the customer is always sharing with you yeah so it's really nice to hear that when you're creating the menu, you, we're getting to share a little bit of you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, uh, I think, it's, it's all about experience, you know, and hospitality is all about that. Okay, the quality is very important, the service that you give to the guests is very important, but the main thing for me... In, uh, in hospitality is about the experience that you give to the guests. Every single guest is different and uh, we need to adapt our service with the guests. So when it's good if they can uh, try something different, you know, okay, they, because we are sharing our memories, we are sharing our, uh, our passion with our guests, you know, I mean, and it's good if they, we share our memories as well because we are giving something to the guests, we are giving an experience to the guests that is something special for us. It means something. It's not like, okay, I just decide to do that because it's good. It's trendy. And now you see a lot of menus like that around um, because it's trendy. So let's do something like that because it's trendy. No. It's, as hospitality is about experience, let's give something that you know, you know, that means something for you. Because if it means something for you, the way that you will share with your guests is going to be completely different because they can feel the passion. Well, it's time to drink some of this passion. Yeah. So let's go to the bar and make a drink. Yeah, sure. Please. It was such a pleasure to speak with Diego at Galvanet Windows. His memories were delicious, by the way. So head up there the next time you're in London to sample the sunsets while sipping the Paris Brest Donata. Next week, we bring you more from London's cocktail scene. Until next time, bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation, and never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar. <laughs>